This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. All right, welcome back. 403-974-TALK is a number. More time for your calls and your texts. Uh, a couple of things I want to get to, and that does include photo radar, but uh, let's revisit what Premier Rachel Notley was saying today here in Calgary, I believe. She's in town in response to Brad Wall. So last week, uh, the NDP were taking shots of the PCs in the Wild Rose, kind of waving the Saskatchewan budget in their face. Uh, then over the weekend, as we heard, Brad Wall fired back, saying he's not going to take budget advice from the Alberta NDP. And again, it, it seems odd to me that Rachel Notley wants to keep harping on this. Because again, here you've got two premiers, both who, of whom have said, you know, we need to, to get off this roller coaster of energy revenues. But only one is really taking steps to do that. So, yeah, maybe what Rachel Notley's doing is not a lot different than what her predecessors have done. Which is to boast how you're keeping taxes low and keeping spending high and waiting for oil revenue to paper over that cap. That revenue has cratered and it shows how big that gap really is. Was there any serious attempt in this most recent Alberta budget to close that gap? No, not at all. And we're not going to see a balanced budget in Alberta anytime soon. Now, you could also say, well, where's the Wild Rose, Rob, and their shadow budget? How serious are they? What do they intend to do? Where are they going to cut? How are they going to close this gap? It's a fair question. Now, it is true that Saskatchewan spends more per capita than we do. It's also true that Saskatchewan taxes more than we do. In fact, if we adopted Saskatchewan's taxes, that would pretty much balance our books. Conversely, though, if we were to spend at the same per capita rate that B.C. spends, that would probably pretty much eliminate our deficit, too. So there are ways of getting there, but we need these parties to be serious. I think the issue here, whether you think we got a spending problem or a revenue problem, is that it doesn't make sense to just kick the can down the road and rack up all this debt for future generations. This is very much a deficit of choice, even though the circumstances are there when it comes to what's happened with the economy, what's happened with the price of oil. If you're not really going to take any serious steps to close that gap, that's what you're doing. So, next door in Saskatchewan, yeah, they've cut spending, real spending cuts. They're increasing the scope and the rates of uh, the PST. But they are going to lower income and corporate taxes. So, Rachel Notley again bringing this up today and says the Saskatchewan budget is evidence that what the Wildrose and PCs want to do is simply not possible. Our opposition parties, the Conservative Wild Rose opposition, have been telling Albertans that they can balance the budget, protect frontline services, and drop taxes all at the same time. And we've all known that that is a fantasy land, and it is not real. Well, can it be done? If they say it can be done, then they should show how it could be done. Right? Which gets back to the point uh, that they've certainly been criticized, uh, the Wild Rose in particular, for not tabling uh, a shadow budget, not producing a detailed document demonstrating how they would get us there. But I don't think that, that either party is suggesting that they can balance the budget overnight. But you could go back to, to Jim Prentice's last budget, or I guess his only budget, which in some ways was similar to what Brad Wall was doing. Certainly, Jim Prentice took a lot of flack for raising taxes in that budget. But as some economists pointed out last week, if we still had that budget plan, we would have a balanced budget by 2019 or so. 
probably about four or five years at least sooner than under the NDP plan. So it's not necessarily about balancing the budget overnight, but a realistic plan to get us balanced within two or three years. Certainly reasonable. And the Alberta Party has even tabled something along those lines. Here's a little bit more from uh, Rachel Notley. You can't deliver the fantasy land that the Wild Rose and the Conservatives are suggesting they can deliver to Albertans. That in order to balance the budget in three years, you would have to look at a significant tax increase, which is what you're seeing in Saskatchewan right now, and very dramatic cuts to frontline services. Well, again, uh, it's a tax shift that we're seeing in Saskatchewan because, yes, he is increasing the PST. They are going to lower corporate and personal income taxes. That results in a more efficient tax system, more effective tax system, and it's something we should look at here. Uh, Some numbers from RBC, by the way, regarding per capita spending amongst provinces. Uh, Federally, for example, the Fed spends for 2017-2018 about $8,300 per person. In Quebec... About the same, $8,300 per person. Ontario, well, we have to go back to, to last year's numbers for Ontario. They're spending about 8800 per person. Manitoba, last year's numbers again, about 11000 per person. So here we have Alberta and Saskatchewan pretty close for 2017-2018. Saskatchewan uh, spending $12,620 per capita. Alberta, 12403 And next door in B.C., they are spending uh, $9,887 per capita, per person, total government spending. So, well, certainly when you're facing a $10 billion deficit, that is going to require some significant spending reductions if you're not counting on any additional revenue to close that gap. But we look at provinces like Quebec, like B.C., like Ontario, like the federal government, uh, they, they still provide services to their citizens. So why is it that we spend so much more per capita than they do? A lot of it has to do, obviously, with wages here in Alberta. There's a lot of cost involved in that. There's a wage premium in this province. That's one of the trade-offs of having a strong economy with high wages, and that's still the case in Alberta, despite two years of downturn. So sure, wages are higher, and that's probably true in part for Saskatchewan too, and that drives up the cost of government. But it doesn't account for all of it. So Rachel Notley, I think, though, has failed to account for why we have to spend so much more per capita than all these other provinces. Uh, one more here from the premier. says so she is uh, unapologetic in pointing out that the Saskatchewan budget includes cuts to services. But the reason it's something that we're talking about is because it makes the fantasy land that the Wild Rose conservative opposition parties in Alberta have been living in real. And it forces them to be held accountable in the absence of coming out with a real plan. Okay, so what do you make of that? I guess we have the NDP plan there. We can see it. We know what's in their budget. We know what their plan is. I think the other parties should come to the table and present detailed plans too. Everybody, all parties need to get serious. And there's just a real lack of that at the moment here in Alberta, unfortunately. All right, 403-974-8255. We're back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.